0: Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. I was just going to say the Pixelated Show, and I'm like, uh eh, I'm pretty sure I'm missing something there. And, uh, what I'm missing there was sausage. Who's sausage? My sausage. And who am I? <gasps> I'm Marcus Nez. Hi! Hi, I'm your host, as always. And, uh, got a few games to talk about, movies, TV shows, and then, thankfully a lot of Patreon questions to round out the show because it's going to be a light show in terms of just games and whatnot to talk about, <laughs> especially since the two games I have to talk about, I don't have much to say about them, and uh, not great either of them. But uh, yeah, it's 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 been uh, a time. I don't know what's happened since the last episode. I feel like between then and now, Time has just kind of disappeared. I don't know what's going on right now. I'm very confused. And we're just here to talk about this, that, and whatever. I asked people who watch the video version of this podcast if the lights bother them or make them think or feel anything. And no one replied. So all you video people, I hate you. Y'all suck. Y'all garbage. I'm just kidding. Like, subscribe, hit the bell, baby. All that jazz. Yeah, YouTube. Bang it, bang it. Bang the drum next to the bell. There's no drum, but hit hit the bell. Go ding, ding. You you know how Will Ferrell was like, I don't say this because it's Christopher Walken who says, I need more cowbell, but he's the one who gives it. (laughs) He can give me the cowbell. (laughs) Anywho, uh... (laughs) Let's just fucking get on to the few things I've been watching and whatnot. So, I watched Prey, the Predator prequel that is available on Hulu, and I think it was going to be getting a physical release in November-ish or so. And this movie has gotten a lot of praise, a lot of people like it and are talking about how great it is, it's the next best, or it's the best Predator movie since the first one, since the original, and I would disagree, I think it is the worst one, just ahead of The Predator, which will never be topped as the worst for its shittiness, it's all-around shittiness, and it, the whole what it does, and how it handles autism, and like, no, that, uh, The Predator is a fucking, unbelievably, what the fuck were you thinking, movie, but Prey is just, it's well shot, I guess, I guess you could say that, but there's no tension or suspense, the action, what's there isn't that exciting, the story is meh, the writing isn't great, I was pretty fucking bored the whole time. And even the Predator... One of the problems that people have thrown out with this and just the series in general is that the fact that the Predators just keep losing and losing and losing really takes away a lot from their intimidating fact there, or lack thereof at this point. They don't seem like that much of a threat. And when I was really thinking about them as a species, as a hunter with this episode, not this episode, this uh, movie, I realized that predators are actually kind of fucking garbage. They're not skilled hunters or skilled anything. They're just physically stronger than humans. They're just naturally bigger and stronger inherently. And then they have technology that allows them to not use skill or anything when it comes to hunting. They're just able to fucking make themselves invisible and have guiding missile arrow shooters and shit like that. So how great of a hunter are they? Why don't they try hunting without using their invisibility or shit like that? Not going to happen because they actually suck at their job and it's proven time and time again by the fact that regular humans are just able to fucking beat them. They're just... Predators are fucking stupid. They've, they've become the Boba Fett of, I don't know, the monster world, the alien world. They're just fucking garbage. Aliens, at least, can... I mean, I, you, you get it. I mean, they're also just not supposedly as intelligent, but Predators are just fucking weird-looking humans. Kind of. Um, Yeah, I just... I was super disappointed. And I didn't even go into it with high expectations. I heard a lot of great things, but I still wasn't that excited about it. I'm not a huge Predator fan. I I like the first one well enough, but I don't love it. And I think the second one is underrated. It's a nice, dumb, fun thing. But I don't love the series. It's, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's the lesser of the two main series people think of when they think of Schwarzenegger. I think they think of, they probably won't think of Predator because he was just in the one movie, but, you know, I think of Predator and Terminator kind of together, and Terminator's (laughs) is so much better, so much better, Terminator 2 fucking destroys Predator 1, but, uh, yeah. prey did not do anything for me, and I looked. Forward to never watching again. There was something else I wanted to touch upon with it, but uh, I don't remember what that was. We're going to move on to uh, the next thing I watched. I re-watched Mad Max Fury Road for the first time since it came out. If I remember the the the, the Predator thing, I'll come back to it, but I probably... Don't. Oh, yeah. No. This is what I want to get to before Mad Max. If we get any more Predator movies, what I would love to see is either the Predator, the, the, the species... I want to see them going to another alien planet and hunting alien creatures, and that's it. No human. The the key is no humans. I don't want any humans in a future Predator movie. Either have them hunting other aliens on other planets or have some kind of civil war type thing, predators against predators. I don't want anything else. And if you fucking make another alien versus Predator movie, make it just that. Not alien versus Predator versus humans. Because that, like, the first Alien versus Predator movie sucks. The human is so important, doesn't do anything. The Predator fucking sucks. And like I remember watching that and thinking to myself, "What the hell is going on?" It's like 30 minutes in, and you've just killed off all but one human and all but one Predator. What is this? Well, why? What are we doing here? And uh, I fell asleep two or three times in the theater when I saw that. That's how fucking bored I was with that shit, but Mad Max, Fury Road, so I rewatched this for the first time since the theater, since I originally saw it in the theater, and I was disappointed when it originally came out, because I heard such amazing things, how it's one of the greatest things of all time, greatest action movie of all time, it's a feminist masterpiece, it's just the fucking best thing in the world, it's just, you can't not love this amazing, incredible, once in a lifetime movie. And I left thinking, okay, I can appreciate it from a visual standpoint, but substance-wise, it didn't really do much for me. And Feminist Masterpiece, oh, okay. I mean, it has some strong female characters, which is nice, but in the end, ultimately, they still need men in order to succeed, in order to get their goals completed. I think that kind of negates any Feminist Masterpiece chances. That's just me. I don't know. I I can't speak to what does or doesn't make something a feminist masterpiece. But I would not put it there. I think all that praise really turned me off. Not that I'm against that. I, I would love to see a movie like that. Maybe Furiosa will be that. But this was, after all, Mad Max, colon, f- f- Fury Road, not Furiosa My Road. So, You know, it's still a Mad Max movie. You're still dealing with his trauma. And he's often saving the day. There there are instances where it's like, oh, I'm a fucking terrible shot. I can't hit anything with this sniper rifle or use my shoulder. All right, great. You fucking did something. But then he still has to do shit that leads to them ultimately succeeding. And the bottle Boy kid sacrifices himself to prevent the rest of the bad people from following them back to the city etc so it's just you know that whole thing was a bit much strong female characters yes feminist masterpiece no and so I figured when I eventually rewatch it whenever that day would come I would feel differently I would enjoy it more because I wouldn't have all this hype surrounding me and my viewing experience That was not the case. I think I might like it less because the lack of substance was more clear now. I think upon the second viewing, I did appreciate the strong female characters a bit more. I think there were more instances than I remember there being where, like, you know, actually, you know, Furiosa is doing a lot of the lifting. I just, the the feminist masterpiece, the, the masterpiece word is the problem it's 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 a good movie with strong female characters that do a lot but you know it's not perfect and uh not masterpiece worthy but the story i just i could not give two shits about because the movie is really just hey look at how fucking cool we are we are so fucking cool you see this fucking truck Look at that! Look at that dude in red that really stands out because of the color grade and everything in this movie, which is fantastic. Like, it's just a beautifully shot and color graded and all that kind of shit. Like it's fantastic in that sense. But like, look at this! Look at this red dude! He's playing a guitar attached to the fucking hood of this car, this truck. Isn't that fucking cool? You know it's fucking cool. Don't try to act like it's not cool. It's fucking cool, man. Get with the program. It's cool, cool, cool. You kind of like it cool, man. Nowhere in like the desert, and it's probably hot outside. They're sweating, and they're not actually cool because there's no fans, and there's no ice. I mean, there's water, but they, they turn into in ice. I don't see any ice, but it's fucking cold, man. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> I, I feel the same way I felt about it the first time. I appreciate it from a visual standpoint, from a filming, cinematography, etc. standpoint. But in terms of it providing a story full of characters I care about and want to see how their story plays out, I don't. I don't. And some of the some of the filming techniques I'm not a fan of. I do not like sped up footage. So when he is getting taken in the very beginning by the, the white boys, whatever the fuck they are. And they're they're going through it. He's fighting back, and they're like speeding up the footage, so it's at like double speed or whatever. And it's you know a way to. I don't even think it's a way to emphasize it. I, I don't I don't know the the purpose of it, personally. I, I find that it only ever takes away from a scene, a moment, because it's it's so far removed from reality and the way things look in real life. I it's like, oh, this I. I can't connect with this because this is in no way realistic. But yeah, Fury Road was ultimately disappointing. I do like, though. I was talking with some of the people about Fury Road and then the rest of the Mad Max series. I do like that. In terms of a lot of series out there, Mad Max at least is interesting in the fact that, in the sunset, the fact that sunset, all four movies. There are four movies, so that's a decent amount for a series. And all four movies feel distinct. They all have their own identity. I think you'd most be able to compare Fury Road with The Road Warrior, but Mad Max, the first one, is very much so a specific type of movie, and Road Warrior is a very specific type of movie. Beyond Thunderdome is a very specific type of movie. They're all cut from the same cloth. You know, the the setting and the overall vibe is there but the stories the, the, the slices that they are taking, it's like a, a pie of a sorted of thing so they're all pies but you have one slice of Boston cream pie, one slice of apple pie, one slice of cheesecake which is a pie, fuck you, and then another slice of lemon meringue is that the name of that pie? Lemon something or whatever, I like the lemon pie I don't know if it's called lemon meringue but uh That's a cool thing about Mad Max that I realized. And then I have been continuing to watch Stargate SG-1. Enjoying it. It's very formulaic. A little bit too formulaic. Just hitting the same beats every single episode. I am not a big fan of Carter right now. She's annoying me in just how she is the scientist. And therefore, she... I wish... I don't know. She just can be all over the place. I don't think she's the most well-written character. I don't think they have really... the A clear picture of exactly... What they want her to be. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious how that'll, that'll play out. You know, th- this is again the first season. I'm nine episodes in. But overall... It's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. My favorite character is Teal'c. I, I really like him. He's just fun. Even though... A lot of his acting is just his expression and just like... He's got, he's got a very rock-like face with the eyebrow and everything. Which just like, hmm. Hmm. Doesn't say anything. He just fucking raises his eyebrows. Like, oh, what's this? What's this? Oh, there's something very wrong. What's this? What's this? There's people singing songs. Ooh. What a nightmare before Christmas that would be. But Yeah. That's pretty much it. Watching and wise. I did also rewatch. Or I, I. Started up again. And finished Die Hard 2. And it's just. It really just is like. Why are we here? It, it's. The thing is. It's so desperate. To reclaim. Or to recapture. The magic of the first one. Even though I think the first one is. You know. Like I said. It's it's good. It's great. It's just not. Top of the top of the top of the chair. It's no desperado for instance. But. The way in which it is just trying to recapture that magic from the first one. Having all the same characters, even if it's just for a small bit. It's like, let's get Family Matters dude in it. just you know, He's not going to be in Washington. So let's just have them have a moment where he can fax the dude, some prints, and then get some information that way. The reporter dude who was... A piece of shit in the first movie how can we get him in this oh he's she just happens to be on the plane with holly and he's gonna find out about this stuff and he's gonna try and report let's just do that all over again and uh yeah it's just uh it, it's a thing and then the crazy scene in the beginning where the dude is doing his naked karate yoga stuff why is it there so I'm with Conan and it's like, yeah, that's, that's a fun scene or whatever because of how ridiculous it is, but it doesn't actually do anything or serve any purpose. I, not to me at least. I feel like when you're doing that, we should see a lot of scars over their body, a lot of tattoos, something that is, I like, okay, he just likes to do that naked. I guess it just shows you how, I don't know. I don't need to see his fucking farmer's tan ass. I really, I really did not like that. They should have just, you know what, if he's so serious, he should fucking get his ass tanned. I don't want to see his white ass and then his tan everywhere else because he goes around and tans in a fucking Speedo. Just do the full Monty when you're tan as well, bro. But, uh, yeah, that's it in terms of what I've been watching. I'm sure there's some other things, but uh, that's, that's enough of that. And uh, I've only played two games. Two games that are new. I'm not going to be talking about Apex Legends on here probably ever because I don't feel like there's much need to talk about that. So I'm going to start with, are you smarter than a 5th grader? I was legit worried about this when I streamed it, thinking, what if I'm not? What if I'm not smarter than a 5th grader? This is going to be embarrassing. And thankfully, I can say that in my stream for an hour playing through the game twice with no one ever showing up to say anything because who actually wants to see someone playing Are You Smarter Than a 5th Grader? I, I, I succeeded in both cases. I am smarter than a 5th Grader. And I came to quickly realize how much I overestimated the kind of stuff they teach from 1st grade to 5th grade. If you don't know how the game works, based off a game show, you have 1st through 5th grade with each grade you get two, uh, this is the way the, the video game works. You get two questions and you get a classmate that there are five of and one for each grade who is one of your lifelines. You can cheat off them. They'll be good at specific topics. And you go through the, the rounds of grades, the alternate hosts between them. There are two different hosts. Uh know Jeff Foxworthy. And then when you get to sixth grade, you can't use any of your cheats, your lifelines, et cetera. And you can't get any help from a student, a classmate. And that's the basic gist of it. The problem with the game is that... Uh, it's not even so much a problem, it's just that... Who's it for? Kids? Do kids want to play trivia games? I don't know. But if you're an adult, it's way too fucking easy. So, unless you're going to be playing this with your child, or you a child who really likes this and wants this and is like, Mommy, Daddy, give me... Are you smarter than a fifth grader? I don't... I don't... And if you are a kid, why would you want to play this? It's like, are you smarter than what you are? Okay. I don't know. Maybe a third grader would get a kick out of this, (laughs) of, of knowing they're smarter than their current grade. I just... It's too easy to be in any way interesting for adults and I just cannot see kids wanting to play this. So I'm like, who is this for? And the answer is, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Seems like it'll be a grind to unlock all the achievements and unlock everything, which is dumb. There's voice acting and all that jazz. There there was one bit that I learned something on and I hate that I know this knowledge now. But at one point when one of the hosts was asking one of the classmates to provide them with a fun fact, the kid went, Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. And I I think because of the way the the voice act is handled, there was no change in inflection or the speech pattern or anything. So it was just like the same recording of Buffalo repeated eight times. And I thought, all right. This was clearly a bug, because what the fuck is this buffalo shit? Who the fuck says buffalo that many times? What is this? Because he just said, buffalo, 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 buffalo. buffalo. It's actually grammatically correct. And I'm like, fucking what? And when I talked about this, when streaming the game I'll be talking about next, I was informed that that is a fucking sample sentence that is showing various different things of grammar. And I was like, What? This is stupid. I fucking hate this. I got a degree in fiction writing. I went to school for writing. No one ever talked about this buffalo shit ever. I've never heard of this buffalo thing in my life until now. And now I feel dumber having that knowledge in me. I hope I'm able to forget. I want to go run into a wall and bang my head against it until I'm fucking amnesiaed up all over the place. And specifically, I, I want to forget that. I don't even want to say that knowledge. I don't want to say I want to forget that knowledge because I don't think it is knowledge. It's not valuable. It's stupid as shit. Buffalo, 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 my ass. Fuck off with that shit. But are you smarter than a fifth grader? Who's it for? I don't know. It's not for you. It's not for me. Just act like you were when the Buffalo you did not know before. I was trying to find a way of rhyming in there and it did not work. (laughs) Then, uh... The last game I played is The Company Man. And this is an action-adventure, side-scrolling, 2D platformer with nice art reminiscent of Penny Arcade a little bit, where you play as a up-and-coming employee who, because of circumstances, ends up becoming the CEO of this company. It has, story-wise, a bit of a Hudsucker Proxy vibe to it. It is not anywhere near as well-written or as... Interesting as that movie or, you know, something written by the Coen brothers, of course, because why would someone on the level of the Coen brothers be writing for video games? Even though I think Hot Circle Proxy is like mid-tier Coen brothers. Watchable, not something I would want to own. And I say that because I did own it for a period, and I think I may still have it, and I just haven't put it up for sale. I don't know if it's still in my to-sell pile or not, but, you know, Watchable, but eh, not not one of their best. Not one of the worst either. But the real problem, though, with the company, man, is one, it's buggy. That's definitely a problem. But as responsive as it is, it's pretty responsive. The controls feel relatively tight. And when you want to do something, you do it. The difference, though, or, or regardless of that, it just isn't fun. I hate the level design. The level design is incredibly boring and dull. The levels, I only finished the the first two, but I was surprised by how similar they looked as well. Uh, There are only six levels in the game. The boss fights are very, very, very easy and just become kind of tedious as you're repeating these same patterns and just have to wait things out. For the point at which a boss will be vulnerable. And then the enemies themselves range from whatever, I don't care, to what the fuck is this even doing? Erratic and just... It just wasn't fun. The action is not fun. You have a mechanical RGB keyboard that you use or a sword and then you eventually get the ability to shoot emails and you'll upgrade this over time, you'll get additional different types of firing modes. So at first you just have a base, like laser shot, then you get a spread shot that does more damage and, you know, essentially a shotgun. It uses energy, which you regain over time. There's a bit of an upgrade system that allows you to spend coins earned during levels to improve your total health, total energy, etc. And this is where one of the biggest bugs comes into play, And that is I went back and finished the second level so that I would make sure I still had all my coins or that I wouldn't lose my coins. And then I'd be able to upgrade and make my dude a bit stronger. But when I finished the second level, not only did I not get the coins for that level, but the coins I earned in the previous level, everything was gone. I had zero coins when I completed the second level. And uh, when I realized this upon entering the shop and couldn't buy anything because I had zero coins... I immediately said, fuck this game and deleted it because I wasn't having fun playing it. And that kind of a bug is incredibly frustrating. Incredibly. Because there's no way. I mean, I guess I could. I don't even think you can replay those levels. So that money lost is just how far can I upgrade my character now in that playthrough? Do I have to start over from the very, very beginning to get that money that I lost? Because I don't believe you can farm levels for money or anything. Which, uh... Yeah. It's just... It wasn't fun. I didn't like it. The story didn't do anything for me. And... It just... The the music, too. The music was, holy shit, fucking... It got old faster than anything else in the game. I was just like, man. Am I going to have to listen to this this whole time? Real, real disappointment. The company, man. I just, uh, you know, do not recommend. It just isn't fun to play. It lacks the fun factor. If it was uh, being reviewed by GamePro, if I was working at GamePro, I'd give it a face. It's like, look at that, audio listeners. Sucks to be you, right there. I didn't make a funny face though, so it doesn't really fucking matter. But uh, yeah. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? You most likely are. You, you you may be like me and are surprised by how dumb 5th graders and below are. Uh, you know, it's, what, 25 years removed from these grades, so I guess it makes sense that I would not remember what or how difficult slash not difficult they were. But don't play the game. Don't get the game. Not for you. And then the company man. Find better company, man. Because the company provided by the company man is no good. Man. Feels good, man? No. Does not feel good. Feels bad, man. All right. Now let us uh, answer some Patreon questions. Uh. All right. From Lunchbox. If the world was a better place right now and the annoyances of long-distance travel wasn't a factor, is there somewhere you'd like to go and explore right now? Uh, the answer to that is just Japan. It's always Japan. That's the one place I would like to visit, and that's it. I think or feel like I've talked about this at times in the past, but I'm not a big explorer. I'm not really interested in travel. And... There's not much I want to do or want to see or places I want to go. There are things I wouldn't mind seeing if I could just see them and then it'd be immediately teleported back here. But no place that I really want to visit for any stretch of or or significant stretch of time other than Japan. There are places I would like to move to as a potentiality if I didn't live in Chicago, for instance, I was in Edinburgh for two days over 20 years ago at this point, and I really love it. It's my perfect ideal weather, gray skies, chance of rain, 60s and 70s. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. So I would like to live there somewhere like that. Uh, I I feel like I wouldn't mind or wouldn't mind moving to someplace like Montana or, or places like that where it's, I, you know, the states that people forget exist, those sound like good states to live in for me, but outside of Japan, the other places I would want to visit are more so for the people who live there than the actual places, you know, I like to go up to Minnesota for obvious reasons, but I've been there twice, I don't, there's nothing really left there to see, I'd like to go to Seattle for reasons. Obvious reasons. But uh, actually, you know, I wouldn't mind going back to Seattle just like... Because they have some nice forests and and whatnot. And I really like the Museum of Flight. They had some nice Japanese gardens in hidden places that were very pleasant. So I wouldn't mind going back to Seattle just to re-explore a lot of that stuff. I don't even think I'd want to. I don't know if I would... Use it as like okay, I know I'm going to go to Pax as well because I don't I don't know if I ever want to go to another convention ever again. But Seattle's nice outside of the hilly thing, which I just I don't mind hills in nature. I don't like them in cities in city spaces. Um, yeah. and you know uh, other places I wouldn't mind visiting, and then there there are the sites that going back to the wanting to see something for a little bit and then to get transported here. I would love to see the Grand Canyon, but what am I going to do after I see it? Just like, hang out? I'd love to see Mount Rushmore. What am I going to do after I see it? Just hang out? All right? You know, those types of vacations are things that would be made infinitely better if I was going with interesting company that I enjoyed, And not just my dad. You know, I love my dad, but, you know, I wouldn't mind doing stuff with other people. Then we have from Enshi. If you can make any movie mandatory viewing for everyone, what would it be and why? I thought about this quite a bit, and I had an immediate pick that I stopped and said to myself before. It it remained my pick, but I'll, I'll get to it very shortly. I did stop for a second and think, should... It be an all ages movie, something that kids and everyone can enjoy and watch, and is good for the whole family, for people of all ages. And I say no. I took this question after thinking about it as what should everyone watch when they're a fully realized adult? Because when you're a kid, you're not gonna be able to appreciate. Like even if I find something that's good for all ages, like Paddington and Paddington Two, you know, you're still not gonna appreciate. Anything other than, hey, look, it's a fucking talking bear. He's so cute. Oh, look at this sweet family moment. Oh, look, at it's funny. Look at this. this It's funny. He's, he's brushing his teeth. He's a fucking bear, though. You know, so this is an adult thing, and my answer is drive. We talked about this at some point, actually, when we were talking about ratings and 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10, and how I don't look at that as equaling perfect. But you, I don't know if you said that is how you exactly look like uh, look at it, or if that's close to what you look at or, or, or rating like that. But to me, that is just a movie, I or you know, game, etc., that I really, really love, and it doesn't mean it's without flaws. It just means that it clicked with me on such a high level that I would give it that score. But Drive is as close to Perfection as a movie has ever gotten for me, if not perfect. And it's because it is excelling in every aspect at the highest level. Everything comes together, everything is an important factor in that movie. And it is such a perfect amalgamation of all these different things. The acting is great, the directing is great, the lighting, the Audio, both the, the soundtrack and the audio in general, the colors, the cinematography, everything about that movie works with one another to create this incredible experience. The story, the pacing, like it's just such a meticulously and finely tuned machine of a movie. I I think drive is in fucking credible. It's not my favorite movie of all time because I have a lot of personal attachment to my favorite, which is Before Sunset. I love that trilogy. But that movie is much more limited in scope and what it's able to offer. It's just two people talking. I mean, that's that's all it is. And it's wonderful and lovely. And I, I love so much about it. I love the way it was handled, that series where... The movies take place nine years apart and they were filmed nine years apart and blah, 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 blah. blah. The the way the, the core people of it all work together to make those characters and everything. But Drive to me is just as close to perfect as you can get with a movie. Because everything about it is just at the highest level. I fucking, I love that movie so much. I love it. I, I can just I I would you know it's violent. There's there's graphic bits of violence as well. And that may be too much for some, but I think even still it's just it's it's too fucking good. It's too fucking good. So that is my answer. Drive fucking masterpiece. If if only Nicholas whining refer wasn't such a fucking little pretentious biz bottle. <laughs> then from Sonny we've got what is your favorite household chore I mean you know what the answer is Sonny none of them I, I like I don't have a favorite household chore I don't enjoy doing any of them I'm sure you get some sexual gratification from one or all of them or you like all of them because you've had sex at at least one point in your life while performing one or all of them so you have at least some memories of oh yeah I remember that sexy time. Oh, yeah. That was good. Uh, I like that chore because I was fucking this person when I was doing it. Uh, I don't have any of that. So, I, you know, I just, I don't mind doing chores. That's the thing. I don't love any particular chore, but I don't mind dusting. I don't mind sweeping or vacuuming, doing laundry, etc., I'm trying to remember, I know that there's there's one thing I hate doing, and I can't remember what it is right now, but there's something I hate doing, but uh, everything, I just don't mind. I'll say with dusting, like with a, a top of a bookcase or top of my desk, I have a lot of figures and stuff like that. I will dust, and I just I, I do my regular cleaning every week on Sundays. I don't remove them to clean under them, and I never will. That's way too much of a hassle. I got too many figures to fucking pick up and then put back in place. I don't have a favorite tour. Why? No, no. I don't mind doing the dishes. Like I don't have a dishwasher. I don't enjoy doing the dishes, but I'm gonna fucking do them because I like clean dishes. I, whatever, laundry. You know what I? You know what I don't like about laundry? Is that I just want to have two fucking different baskets, one for whites and one for colors, so that I don't have to fucking sort them out after the fact. But my dad is like, no, this is it's, it's easy enough. And so I never do the sorting. Because I fucking hate that. I'm just like, fucking, I will pay for this shit. I'll pay for a second basket. Can I just can, can I just buy a second basket? He's like, I'm not gonna use it. <laughs> All right, great. Fucking well, then I'm not buying a fucking second basket. You're not even gonna use it, you asshole. Wonderful. But uh, from Jedi, there's your there's your answer that I have no. There's no answer. Then from Jedi, in a non serious way, what would you do for a clonic bar? And this is where Jedi has lost his streak of asking great questions, because this is just, you know, it's a, it's a, I guess, a fun, cute way of asking, hey, can you just make up something that you would really hate doing and tell us what it is? I'd give up oatmeal for the rest of my life for a clown bar. Hell no, would I actually do that? But well, that would be a crazy thing for me to do, because we all know how much I love oatmeal. But you want something real fucking crazy? Oh, yeah. For a Klondike bar? Oh, my God. A Klondike bar? Those those are so good. I'd do anything. I would fucking suck on each individual toe of one levity, I just suck on them until I fucking scraped off the dead skin and then I would chew on that dead skin I'd get up a big ball of it I'd mix in a little bit of bubblegum so that I, I don't accidentally swallow it and I can just enjoy the dead skin of levity's toes in my mouth for the rest of my life maybe get a little bit of hair in there <laughs> Yo, oh my god oh. then I eat a fucking Klondike bar and when I eat the Klondike bar I'm gonna be like oh man I really want this fucking dead skin gum ball instead and then I would just I wouldn't finish the climate bar because I couldn't I couldn't stop thinking about sucking on Levity's toes. Are you happy now, fucking Jedi? I hope you're thinking about it too. I hope you're thinking about sucking on his toes. You're fucking welcome. And I think that might be the, the only question. I don't think Living Large asked when he just talked about how he thinks climate bars are shit, and then everyone else was like, you're fucking you're shit, Living Large, because you're wrong. <laughs> uh yeah. That's it. That is it. No more questions. So, uh... Yeah. That'll do for uh, this year's episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Uh, as always, once again, blah, blah, blah. I am Marcus Nez, your host. And uh, you can find me pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage on the Twitters and whatnot. I'm fucking... I really just... this. The whole outro thing is something that I really gotta just... I gotta I got do it in my head a few times to, to get more in the handle and the hang of things and and, and everything. Um, but I am Markers your host and you can find me pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. And uh, of course, if you are watching the video version you're doing so here on the YouTubes please like, subscribe, hit the bell and all that jazz. If you haven't already, it is greatly appreciated. It does help. Leave a comment and all that to show YouTube that you like what you see, what you hear, and maybe we can have a little conversation about this or that that was said on the show, too. We can have a little discourse. There's also a Discord, which you can find, along with all my links of import, over at pixelatedsausage.com slash pxs. And, of course, if you enjoy this show or any of the other stuff I make, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support me Am I nonsense that away? That is where you'll get access to being able to answer, not answer, but ask questions that I will answer here on this podcast. Uh, so, yeah, if that sounds appealing. You can do that and you'll become an approved user on the YouTubes, allowing you to fucking. Spam whatever bullshit you want and post links probably too. I don't know what it means, but you can become an approved user. If that sounds appealing to you. And, you know, I stream on the YouTubes as well. If you want to see past streams, like the streams for Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader and the Company Man, etc. That's on the YouTubes as well. But uh, that is it for now. So, as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode, and I... Well, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye.